21st day of the month. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Romans 7, verse 15. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth, and give me an undivided heart to revere your name. Psalm 86, verse 11. The sixth beatitude, happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. The 19th century lay theologian Soren Kierkegaard wrote that purity of heart is to will one thing, one thing, not two, between which we must then choose, but how to achieve such unity of purpose. How often have you said about some spiritual challenge, on the one hand, I want to go in this direction, but on the other hand, I am drawn to the opposite way. Even Paul the Apostle confessed that too often he wanted to do one thing, yet did another. Ultimately, Paul resolved his conflict by seeing that in his own power, he could not be always of one mind. Only Christ could deliver him from his spiritual confusion. Could it be that this beatitude is not saying that first we must have purity of desire, and as a reward we will see God? Could it be instead that when we pray to be delivered from a double mind, we see God in ways that only God can know. How appropriate to keep offering the petition of the psalmist quoted above, to seek an undivided heart. Opening Prayer Majestic God, glowing in a splendor I cannot bear to see, show me as much of yourself as I have eyes to behold. For the rest, let me simply entrust myself to your goodness. Remove from me selfish motives, that those evil intentions that I have mingled with holy desires create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. For you only can do this, through Jesus Christ, who in Gethsemane faced down the demons that divide us. Amen. Psalm 86, verses 8 through 15. There is no one quite like you among the gods, O Lord and nothing to compare with your works. All the nations you made are on their way, ready to give honor to you, O Lord, ready to put your beauty on display, parading your greatness and the great things you do. God, you're the one. There's no one but you. Train me, God, to walk straight. Then I'll follow your true path. Put me together one heart and mind. Then, undivided, I'll worship in joyful fear. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you, dear Lord. I've never kept secret what you're up to. You've always been great toward me. What love! You snatched me from the brink of disaster. God, these bullies have reared their head. A gang of thugs is after me, and they don't care a thing about you. But you, O oh God, are both tender and kind, not easily angered, immense in love, and you never, never quit. From the prophet Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 12, through the 19th verse in the third chapter. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and founds a town with violence. It is not indeed for the Lord of hosts that people toil for fire, and nations grow weary for nothing. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Woe to you who make your neighbors drink, who mix in your venom even to make them drunk so as to look on their nakedness. You'll be filled with disgrace rather than honor. Now you yourself drink and expose your own nakedness. The cup in the Lord's right hand will come around to you, and utter disgrace will come upon your glory. 
for the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and the devastation of its beasts by which you terrified them, because of human bloodshed and violence done to the land, to the town, and all its inhabitants. What profit is the idol when its maker has carved it, or an image, a teacher of falsehood, for its maker trust in his own handiwork, when he fashions speechless idols? Woe to him who says to a piece of wood, Awake, to a mute stone, Arise, and that is your teacher? Behold, is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all inside it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all be silent before him. A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet, according to Shigunath. Lord, I have heard the report about you, and I fear. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. God comes from Timon, and the Holy One from Mount Paran. Salah, his splendor covers the heavens, and the earth is full of his praise. His radiance is like the sunlight. He is rays flashing from his hand, and there is hiding of his power. Before him goes pestilence, and plague comes after him. He stood and surveyed the earth. He looked and startled the nations. Yes, the perpetual mountains were shattered. The ancient hills collapsed. His ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of Cushan under distress. The tent curtains of the land of Midian were trembling. Did the Lord rage against the rivers? Or was your anger against the rivers? Or was your wrath against the sea that you rode on your horses, on your chariots of salvation? Your bow was made bare. The rods of chastisement were sworn. Selah! You cleaved the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and quaked. The downpour of water swept by. The deep uttered forth its voice. It's lifted high in its hands. Sun and moon stood in their places. They went away at the light of your arrows, at the radiance of your gleaming spear. In indignation you marched throughout the earth. In anger you trampled the nations. You went forth for the salvation of your people, for the salvation of your anointed. You struck the head of the house of the evil to lay him open from thigh to neck. Salah! You pierced with his own spears the head of his throngs. They stormed in to scatter us, their exultation like those who devour the oppressed in secret. You trampled on the sea with your horses on the surge of many waters. I heard and my inward parts trembled. At the sound my lips quiver. Decay enters my bones and in my place I tremble because I must wait quietly for the day of distress. For the people to arise who invade us, though the fig trees should not bloom, and there be no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive should fall, and the fields produce no food, though the flock should be cut off from the fold, and there be no cattle in the stalls, yet I will exult in the Lord, I will rejoice in the God of my salvation, the Lord is my strength, and he has made my feet like hinds feet, and makes me walk on my high places, for the choir director on my stringed instruments." From the book of James, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, knowing that as such we will incur a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body as well. Now if we put the bits into the horses' mouths so that they will obey us, we direct their entire body as well. Look at the ships also though they are so great and are driven by strong winds, are still directed by a very small rudder wherever the inclination of the pilot desires. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire? 
and the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire nation and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by the human race. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives, or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, verses 1 through 10. He said to his disciples, It is inevitable that stumbling blocks come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck, and he were thrown into sea, than that he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day, and returns to you seven times, saying, I repent, forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you had faith like a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and be planted in the seed, and it would obey you. Which of you, having a slave plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he has come in from the field, Come immediately and sit down to eat? But he will not say to him, Prepare something for me to eat, and properly clothe yourself, and serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you may eat and drink. He does not thank the slave because he did the things which are commanded, does he? So you too, when you do all the things which are commanded you, say, We are unworthy slaves. We have done only that which we ought to have done. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer from the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Dick Arnold, a local preacher, based upon 2 Corinthians 4.7. As we find a pearl hidden in an oyster, may we find something of Christ in those who irritate us. As we find beautiful grain patterns revealed in a plank sawn from a tree, may we find something of Christ in those with a rough exterior. As we find a profusion of flowers from dull seeds hidden in the ground, may we find something of Christ's beauty in the most unrepossessing person. As we find a polished, shiny conquer hidden in its spiky case, may we find something of Christ's light shining in even the most prickly character, remembering always that the treasure of the light of Christ is found in earthen vessels. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.